Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. When they name medicines, like the medical term for medicines, why it always has to be the craziest possible. Acetaminophen. What is Adderall? Just call it a skinny pill or or geeked up. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, what's (laughs) Sidenafil? What is that, Mahoney? I don't know, Dave. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. I uh, got some good news and some bad news to get things going today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Uh, everybody out there be vaping. Um, that's not necessarily a great thing because a lot of kids specifically have been picking up vaping. But uh, the, the CDC put out a uh, statement saying that the amount of e-cigarettes and the monthly unit sales have increased 50% from 2020 Whoa. to 2022, which is wild, considering all of the lawsuits that were going on. If you remember all the stuff with, like, Juul and them getting banned in mm-hmm. places and, uh, you know, some of these e-cigarettes getting harder to get your hands on, especially a lot of the flavored ones. I mean, I'm seeing them not being hard to, to get at all. Yeah, it's, it didn't work <laughs> at all. Like They were like, we're cracking down. And you're like, are you? Because I see them, like, on every countertop of every gas station USA. It is almost like they rebranded themselves away from being an e-cig. You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. like... Like they're not an e-cig, and somehow, some way, they're still able. Because I know one of my friends, her favorite flavor is peach. peach. You can still get the peach. So e-cigarette offerings over the period of 2020 to 2022 went from 15.5 million to 22.7. Again, wow. four, about 47 percent. Um, and there's 184 brands initially, up to 269 brands according to the CDC. So um, they're saying that, you know, over the last six months, they've actually gone down a little bit, but still, that is a astronomical jump in a couple of years. We should we should make a product that, you know, gets everybody addicted and then just deplenishes and then we can resell it to them time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, really, really that's what's going like on there. Yeah. Really good business Good plan. business model, yeah. yeah. If, if you can create something that is physically addictive for yeah. people. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, some good news today as well. Uh, first responders are just amazing. I mean, we see first responders having to run into all sorts of weird situations. Uh, but in this case, it wasn't your traditional first responder. It was a first responder with a tractor. So firefighters had to show up and use a tractor because um, a horse had uh, had gotten into a pool at somebody's house. Of course. And, of course, a horse. And they had to, look at this photo, lift this goofy-ass horse out of this pool <laughs> because it was stuck in it with a what big old What are you doing tractor. in that pool? What you, you doing? Really ass horse? embarrassing for, for that the horse. horse. Yeah, you can you're see, like, you can look on his face. He just looks embarrassed. You're oh. out there just trying to skinny dip in somebody's pool and you get busted and then they're going to have to hoist you out with a tractor. Poor baby. Yeah. Well, at least they were able to get him out. That's pretty scary, if not. All right, let's get things going. Dave Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you and I know a lot of guys that uh, try to find creative ways to get away from their significant others. And it certainly is a point in a relationship that a lot of people don't come back from. Like, if you're actively trying to avoid your significant other, that's probably not a great sign. But in some circumstances, I kind of understand it. Like, I grew up in Minnesota, right, where obviously it's very cold in the winter and you spend a whole lot of time inside around your family if... You know, especially you live in rural Minnesota uh-huh. like I did when I was growing up. And so I would see these guys that would go ice fishing. And I'm not talking about, like, go out for the day. I'm talking about, like, go out for a couple of weeks. Like, they would set up a camp, and it would be, like, this ring of ice fishing buildings. And, I mean, it was cold enough in Minnesota where you're driving your trucks out onto the lake and everything yeah, else. Yeah, it was safe. But they would set up, like, an encampment, essentially. And they would have, like, 
DirecTV or Dish Network satellite dishes off the side. Oh, these are the, the guys who are doing it right. They're, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if all those guys were trying to avoid their significant other. But my guess is probably a fair amount of them were like. If you're gone for weeks at a time, I'll take a sitting of, in yeah. a shed. It's about the size fishing. of a porta potty. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, know, you don't have a lot of extra room to move around in there, but. I don't know. That just makes me feel like they've got some DL lovers over there. You know what? Maybe you're right. Dude, if yeah. you're if you're a chick going out to a, an ice fishing shed no, no, to no. get it on, I, I don't think that's what she's talking about. I think she's talking about this like a Home Depot thing. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, ain't no chicks going out. Like you, you got it, ladies. Yeah, you, 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 you know, be better if you're if you're making the trip out to bang a married man in an ice fishing cabin. Be better. I mean, there's that's definitely absolutely. Well, at least let's make well, it spring but, for a hotel. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's I, absolutely happened. But I'm feeling like this is like the homies. Where, where, do, you, yeah, it where, where do you think the Igloo Brothers phrase came from? <laughs> I mean, that, here's the thing, though, man. Like, there's some guys, again, that find ways to avoid their significant others. And I feel like ice fishing is a very regionalized thing, obviously, sure. because of temperature. But golf is kind of the standard. Golf trips, you know, I mean, it's anytime you go golf, it's five or six hours out of the house, traditionally. So this group of guys in Nova Scotia unofficially broke a world record by golfing more than 290 holes in 12 hours. Now, we have some friends that are golf fanatics, and they've done the thing where they've played two rounds of golf back-to-back, so they played 36 holes. But you're talking about 290 That's holes? That's 18 rounds, or excuse me, 16 rounds of golf. In 12 hours? That's moving. That's speed golf. I mean, oh, God. I can't 16 even... rounds in 12 hours. You're talking about just over an hour per round. That's real fast. I mean, you would. I can't even imagine playing that fast. I mean, yeah, we don't even play the front nine in an hour. No. <laughs> yes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so th- these guys went out there, and their goal was to go out there and try to break the world record oh, for most okay. go- go- golf holes played by a pair using a cart in 12 hours, uh, which well, was set. probably whacking it and then moving along. Like, I feel like this is. there's no way to you play with precision. I mean, but if you're going to complete the hole, like you have to put it in, right? Otherwise, it doesn't count as a completed hole. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, if you, yeah, if you lose a ball, you have to go find it. That's pretty good, then. So, uh, they, excuse me, uh, that 290 was the previous record. They actually got to 306 Whoa! in 12 hours' time. So, um, they're, they're out there breaking Dude. world records by playing that much golf. Ta- I'm kind of impressed. Talking about that old record, like the 290, I was doing the math. That would take you and I. Three and a half days. Three and a half days. Of nonstop playing. Meanwhile, they did it in 12 hours. No way. Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Heard y'all talking about being traumatized by movies and books. While Bambi didn't do it for me, maybe because I growing up mega country, but old Jeller, we were so in love with that dog, and they ended it with killing him. I mean, seriously, how am I supposed to deal with that as a kid? Love you guys. Later. Message deleted. I like this dude just like, I was so country that I was like, hell yeah, you shot the deer. So whenever I was a kid, I grew up in uh, like Newmarket, Alabama, population literally 1,200. Uh-huh. And um, what that meant was a lot of my friends grew up going on hunting trips with their families. Sure. My stepdad and my mother, we were army brats. We, I mean, they grew up in like Maryland and my mom lived in Turkey. And with that being said, they did not grow up country. Like I just got put there as a child and that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so I remember vividly like 
crying to my parents one day being like, we're not a real family because we don't deer hunt. <laughs> oh my God. And my parents were like, okay, idiot child of mine. Like you really think you'd be able to go sit outside. First of all, be quiet. We have you on Ritalin. Like you can't be quiet. Like you have ADHD kid and you have to sit up in a tree, be quiet and put like deer pee on your feet. So you tracked other deer and then How old them. were you at the time? I was maybe 10. You're 10 years old. And you're like, <laughs> I want to go shoot my Amy's mama. Come on. <laughs> like I, could just, I just couldn't get over the fact that we weren't a real family because we're out here hunting. You're out there that, like, was the, that was the line for you. <laughs> that yeah. was the line that's for what, me. You know. All those Sunday dinners didn't matter. No, nope, <laughs> none of that. <laughs> I just want to murder deer and have Copenhagen. That's it, man. Hey, I can still pack a pack death. Yeah. I'm so trash. I'm doing it. my left hand too. I'm a dexterous dip packing. <laughs> Look out. So trash. Hey guys, so I'm going to go give you guys a list of three things, but you can only save one. Uh, what you saved? Uh, rainforest, the polarized caps, or the ozone? Message deleted. None of the above. I don't have the ability to do anything. I just try to. Well, they said if you could, Dave. Recycle. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know which, which one's the most important. The ocean? Did he say the ocean? Ozone, ozone. or the uh, pa- the polar caps? I don't know. So polar bears. Uh, screw polar bears. F a polar bear. Yeah. They got Coca Cola. They can come down to the. If you've ever seen like uh, what is it, Congo? Is that a rainforest? Is the Congo a rainforest? <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't. I know, know the Amazon is. I don't know about. I know the Congo. Amazon is. Yeah. Like, America centrism there... has me by the neck. I know nothing about anything other <laughs> Nor than America. Nor do we need to know. Because we're America. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whatever we happens we... over there, I have no clue. It's got me by the neck, man. Yeah, if that bothers you, we're going to shoot you like a deer. Hey, everyone. Have any of you ever broken the law helping out a family member? I once egged a dude's house and car because he cheated on my sister. The best part was that my dad was right there next to me the whole time. Message deleted. Okay, I do not co-sign on you egging no. somebody's car just because, because he left you yeah. or she left you whoever it was learn how to re- get like handle rejection yeah don't destroy somebody's car man but to answer your original question yeah i mean of course i've broken the law for siblings in a I fun mean, way all, all or in, a, in a scary way i mean i've had to bail them out i remember one time i was i actually was negotiating with a police officer and i think i bribed him uh it didn't work because my my younger brother daniel uh he fell asleep in a toilet stall at the college football stadium while it the happens. game was going on. It happens. Sometimes, it's hot, man. The sun will get you. <laughs> the sun will get you. And if you've had a little bit of booze, because at the, the stadium that you were at, I'm sure they weren't allowed to sell booze inside. Then it's, They sold booze for part of the game. Oh, so but yeah, for the first could, quarter, so everybody's just chugging it? Well, you were hammered when you went in. Like, oh, that, that's college that's tailgate, easy. right? Yeah, you're just <laughs> wrecked. Easy, South Carolina. And uh, <laughs> I remember him telling me through the window of the cop car, I fell asleep in the toilet. <laughs> Oh, I was like, come on, officer, please let him off. And he's like, no. (laughs) So I had to to follow him to the police station and then bail my brother out. Mahoney, I feel like you've got some road dogs who have done things for you. Yeah. I mean, because you're an only child. But I mean, you have stories where you had a fence post just chilling in the back of your car. Yeah, I mean, that was Mm self-defense. Oh, actually, I got a new trunk weapon. You do? I do. And it was an unintentional trunk weapon. I need to go down there and get it. Right now. What is it? I mean, if you were to guess what this be trunk like a camera weapon stand. was, what do you if you if you were if you were to guess? I mean, like a crowbar or something like that seems like possible because you've been doing stuff uh-huh. around your house, but Or a bottle of like to, like Minaragua or Topo Chico, like something like glass 
glass bottle. Is it a five bucket gallon of ranch from Costco? Uh, actually, Dave, that would be a uh, industrial sized thing of crema for the okay. uh, sour cream, all which right. you can buy at the business Costco. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go down there and get it. I'll uh, I'll post a video on Instagram. Dot com slash Dave Mahoney. Nobody Instagram. goes to the dot, dot com. com. Just pull up your app, Instagram, and then search Dave Mahoney. At Dave Mahoney. <laughs> dot com. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Okay, so the video is up on Dave Mahoney on Instagram, but if you don't have Instagram, I don't want to leave you in the dark here. Um, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. So Mahoney was talking about having a new trunk weapon because he's been uh, yeah. known to have trunk weapons over the years. Mm-hmm. The famous fence post that he uh, beat a meth head with. But, uh, it was attacking me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was just no, self-defense. Was. It was, it was. Yeah, yeah self-defense. Um, but you just brought... Self-defense post. Yeah, I know. How have I never... I, I don't know, dude. You said it a minute ago. I've been telling that story. It was never a f- self-defense <laughs> post. Yeah, that's good. Um, the thing that you just brought into the studio... <laughs> for sure you it's, uh, It delights me and really angers me, and I don't know why. I'm feeling these feelings. I just am. What do you think I paid for that? Uh, well, let me explain what it is because if you've ever, you know, done any work around the house, you probably have one of those wrenches where it has a little twisty thing in the middle to tighten and loosen it. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? Um, and normally they're about four or five inches long. Maybe you have a longer one. It's, you know, eight inches, something like that. What kind of wrench is that called? That's not just a wrench. It's, I don't know what kind it's of a, wrench. It's not an a, adjustable wrench. Adjustable wrench. But yeah. it's the kind that you adjust it and then it stays in place. Yeah. It's not the, the, the type that you squeeze. Um, this one has got to be about two feet in length. <laughs> Maybe uh, more. I would say two and a half feet. Maybe two. And probably weighs, what do you say, 25 pounds? It's heavy. It's like yeah. heavier than a kettlebell. So, Mahoney, whenever you were, where did you get this? I think I have an idea of where you got it. I, so there's, you know, Harbor Freight right near my house. Oh, that's not where I was and thinking so at all. so I need, the reason I actually bought that was not just for having a trunk weapon. It's because I have a, I, I brought my own chair to work. You know, so you every need to radio, put it together with that? Wait, every radio station we've ever worked at Stop. in the history of mankind. Please, for there's just always a moment. Been, the chairs are always torn up. I understand that. Just you... Actually bought that for a practical purpose. I did because we have. I bought. You know, it's been sitting in our office. I bought my own chair for the radio station because that's you know one of one of the things. Like when you really want to be like a prima donna, you bring your own chair in, Mm -hmm. and everybody knows I'm a prima donna. So I brought my own like fancy chair. Yeah, but we have you know countertop height like uh, desk tops or you know work tops here in the studio so a normal like desk chair which I've got like a Herman Miller or a steel case in this case uh, you know I have to add on a, uh, a big giant extender pole so you need a normally you need a plumbing wrench to open it but the Harbor Freight didn't have a uh, you know like a plumber's wrench so I bought the biggest wrench that would fit around the like the cylinder because I have to rip that out of the you uh, make me so angry <laughs> <laughs> you bought that thinking I'm going to use this. I'm going to use it right now. I'm going to actually not. go get the, uh, I'm going to go not. I'm going to get the chair. No, you are not. I'm going to install it and okay. I'm going to have my own sure. chair here in the studio in the KSLX studio tonight. I, did, I just posted it to the Dave Mahoney Instagram. Dude, I just can't even believe that you looked at this and thought you were going to actually use it to put together a chair. I'm going to when do your that wrists, right now. When your wrists are so sore from gaming, you usually have on Copper <laughs> gloves. compression gloves. That thing looks so heavy. You're going to injure yourself, I need, man. I, I need Put the right tool for the right job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh! I How was, much? What you? Did, I didn't tell you what that cost. What do you think it costs? Because it's huge. I, it can't. It cannot that, be more than fifty bucks. If no, it is, I'm going to be mad. Seventy-four ninety-nine at least. Thirty-four dollars. Thirty-four dollars. Oh, 30, good purchase. Good purchase. Yeah. Thirty-four bucks, and I'm, it's a comedy. Put uh, that like, on my business account. <laughs> that's a that's I, a work purchase. I'm pissed. If you didn't have that wrench, I'd fight you. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Man, we were talking about this the other day. Hard to imagine a world without the Internet. Not just because we use it for so many practical things like getting to and going anywhere. You used to have to ask people for directions. Can you imagine having to go back to that? It'd be a nightmare. No. Just be awful. Using map quests, even having I mean, to just... stop at a gas station and asking somebody if they know where some place is. Ugh. And Terrible. how bad people are with directions too. We would right? just, that's how you end up in a horror movie, man. Go down the wrong road. But the internet murdered. not only provides us practical use, it also entertains us on a day to day basis. And this one uh, is very much in line with kind of how my life is right now because my kids are starting to ask questions about things like how things work, how babies are made. Uh, my daughter the other day asked why my son stands up to pee and she sits down to pee. And I was just like, he's got a little wiener. Just don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) What is that little man? You can't say that. (laughs) Uh, But this girl had a different explanation as to why girls sit down to pee. Why do girls have to sit down to go to the bathroom? Because they have diabetes. (laughs) Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good. Good a, explanation there. And also, have uh, I am, uh, you know, diabetes. I, I have been a strong proponent of uh, dudes sitting down to pee uh, to just take just take a break, man. Just what is chill, wrong with you, man. man. Just no. take a seat. No, take that, a that load so, off. Dude, inefficient. 2 a.m. rolls around. You get up in the middle of the night, go use the bathroom. I'm not turning on a light. No, man. I'm sitting down. Sit get down. a nightlight, man. Just get something you can plug nope. in. You my sit eyes down don't need to get adjusted. While you're at I'm just going to take it. Wipe. Wipe while you're at it. Wipe the ween. Yeah. No, that is not going to happen. I think you should. I think you, you, you gotta st- you gotta stop this propaganda. I, I'm, We're I'm, not gonna I'm all for the wine. No, you, that's that's what a shake is for. No, t- it is never bake, enough. Shake and bake. It is never enough. Now, you shaking. can't shake too much. Trust me. <laughs> uh, something else happens. All right. So <laughs> this uh, this was uh, uh, one of these high stress travel situations where. Uh, an individual had missed their flight. And nobody likes even the concept of missing a flight because of all of the chaos that it causes. Mm-hmm. And this guy had a plan. He was going to grab the intercom and get them to open that door so he could board his flight. Oh, oh I've seen his video and it is so, <laughs> it's so funny. We need security uh, C-10 to open this gate. You got some people trying to catch their flight. We're here early. Y'all need to come open this motherfucking gate. <laughs> This is the final boarding call for the United 2356. Security, come to the flight CT, please. Security, security. <laughs> so before this, oh my gosh, I'm sweating thinking about it. I would have been so nervous just watching this guy. He was banging Beating, on I saw the, same the thing. door, dude. Just beating on the door. And then he realized, hey, there's nobody around to stop me from grabbing this intercom. And he grabbed it and he called for security. And they came over and they opened the door and he got on his flight. I don't think that's how that... No, it's not. He got arrested, yeah. Sauce teachers would never ask you students... Let me set this up before I I was going to say, what the heck? Just went into a cold there. Uh, This teacher was doing a trust fall, and a trust fall is still a thing. I haven't seen anybody do a a trust fall in years. I felt like... Since 2020, man, we lost all trust. (laughs) 
Like, that you can't true. even trust yep. anybody around you, let alone, I'm not going to just fall I'm in not, your hands. Uh, if, like, your team building idea is like, hey, fall backwards and maybe crack your skull open if these idiots, uh, you know, yep. miss you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not trusting them. Well, yep. um, good good thought because this teacher was demonstrating a trust fall for her students and... Sauce teachers would never ask you students to do anything we wouldn't do ourselves. <laughs> Holy crap. What is happening? I didn't know you were... She's... Oh my, oh my god. god. Did we just record that? Teacher died. Teacher died. Right she there did not die. She didn't yeah. know her colleagues weren't paying attention. Like you should like you should set better. that one up. Yeah. Yeah. Just a random trust fall on somebody. <laughs> yeah, you can't do a random Yeah, that's trust rude, fall. man. What are you doing? Don't that surprise me with your whole body. Body. You gotta let me know that I'm supposed to be trusting you. <laughs> uh, and finally this little kid uh, holds nothing back about her dreams of growing up. When I when I turn to a grown up I don't want to be a fat grown-up. I want to be a skinny grown-up. I mean, you know any fat grown-ups? It's more like a fresh grown-up. <laughs> You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. There's something about living in Florida where you have to have a certain amount of grit to you. And Mahoney... We saw that very well displayed when there was the 20-something-year-old dude who went to go pee in that pond and fell in, and an alligator bit his arm off. Wild. But they interviewed him at the hospital, and he's like, it's all right, I got two. Yep. <laughs> You're like, what? I, I mean, what a what what an outlook on that. Yeah. Uh, now we have another gator attack, and this also took place in Florida in Winter Springs Creek. A 13-year-old boy was bitten by an alligator. Oh, my God. And uh, according to officials, 911 call from the boy. His name is Gabriel, and he was bitten when the alligator, quote, suddenly jumped out of the water and bit him. Uh, he said he grabbed a stick to drudge his way out of the gator's jaws. Oh. The alligator swam away, and he made his way from the creek and was able to call 911. And when asked about his condition, he said, I'm okay, though. I can walk, and I can stand. I'm fine. It just stings a little, but I'm good. I mean, Will you re- refresh my memory on how old this person was? 13. 13, yeah. and what was this kid's name? Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Starts with a G. If he does not continue his life after 13 years old with the nickname of, like, Gabriel the Gator Slasher or something, yeah. or just Gator? Gabriel the Gator Getter, Triple G. Yeah, yeah. Triple G. Yep. No, I mean, if you make it out of this without a nickname... Get new friends. Eight-foot alligator. Big old boy. I mean, an alligator bites me. I'm getting taken under. You're just giving up? Just letting it go. Just go ahead and do the death roll. Just, you, you, do, you do you, gator. He's like, I was just trying to spook you, man. Like, I don't want to kill you. Jeez. Now, now you, hey, don't start murderer. something if you don't want to finish it. <laughs> so, speaking of things being metal, uh, ga- Triple G, definitely metal. Uh, but also, <laughs> Australia, for sure metal. Gross. And they've seen some things in Australia. Yeah. And not just with all of the things in the wild that are trying to kill you, also shenanigans. Uh, this is a would-be whiskey thief in Australia. He found himself at a dead end when he was trying to get away with his stolen booze. Surveillance video showed the man approach the checkout counter at the Bottle O, which is what it's called, a Bottle O whiskey in this case. Uh, and he was holding a 10-pack uh, of Wild Turkey 101. 10-pack? But instead of checking out... He made a run for the door, but the employee who was working at the counter... They chase after him? Locked the door. Oh. It's pretty easy to do. Yep. I really was expecting just to be like, throw a boomerang at him because it's Australia. (laughs) (laughs) 
you can't stereotype like that, man. Yeah, yeah, Australia yeah, yeah. It's Australia. Boomerang. Everybody in Australia has got a boomerang. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You guys, uh, big moments this morning in the Farrah household for me. This is the first morning that I have had blinds in our bathroom. And I haven't talked much about this because it's just been terrible. Um, my, our bathroom is on the second story for the... Where your main primary suite is. Yeah, and uh-huh. it hasn't had shades in the bathroom. So every morning as I've been getting ready, and keep in mind, this is the bathroom where I have the Keurig and the coffee maker and the mini fridge because it's our makeshift kitchen while the actual kitchen is being redone downstairs. Okay. It's a mess. But um, we haven't had blinds in this bathroom. They took the blinds? I don't know if they didn't have blinds or if they window, took them down I or what. Like window coverings stayed with the house. Normally they it. do, but yeah, it was kind of weird. Were I was they like, ever there? I don't know, which seems very voyeuristic, but it has made me very uncomfortable every morning, not because I know the neighbors can see me, but because I've been intentionally getting ready in the dark, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is funny to you. You having a good time over there? Yeah, man. I can just seriously imagine the whole scenario playing out in the bathroom. That is comedy. I'm fumbling around for stuff. <laughs> just trying to make sure you don't hit your, your air fryer. Yes. <laughs> That's I've in the bathroom at the moment. Brushing your teeth over the air fryer. Yeah. <laughs> the dark. <laughs> Y'all are terrible friends. <laughs> terrible, make sure you don't like mean accidentally brush up against your Keurig. In the dark. You want to keep going? Yeah, man. Oh, this is a coffee. Yeah, do you have like a shower coffee? And like instead of a shower beer, you just got your Keurig <laughs> in the shower? I can I can reach my Keurig from my shower. I can. <laughs> that actually be a pretty good way to fill her up. What yeah. are you using? The sink or the shower? To or the fill tub? up the Keurig? Yeah. No, we... <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of you have a lot of uh, utensils and, uh, that you can you utilize there for no, your water my, my, spout. My wife does the uh, little filtered water thing, and then that goes in there. Oh, thankfully, okay. so I don't have to put it in the tub. Oh man! <laughs> Straight up tub water for water. You for the have coffee. the peak ability to be t- absolute trash right now, just Dude. living in the moment, and you're using filtered water. Hold Boom. on, that should be like a punishment for something. Like you have to use like drink a cup tub, of coffee of tub water of tub oh, filtered Keurig coffee. Oh, and I don't know what it is. Like the uh, the tub that's in that bathroom, it's got like jacuzzi jets, and it makes me so uncomfortable. You got you can't a used nope. jacuzzi. You got to get rid of that. I do. I, I that's got to like, go. I, don't get me wrong. You probably would love a jacuzzi jet. Tub. Yeah, but knowing that somebody else has just been like jacuzzi up it. against it, you know, uh-huh. certain parts. Yeah, no, that, that, that jacuzzi has blasted some butts. Absolutely, it 100%. has. Hundred percent. If I get a new one, first thing I'm doing, blasting, blasting my butt. <laughs> but this morning, I woke up. Blinds drawn, and I was just strutting around that bathroom naked oh, with the Dave. lights on like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I just imagine you walking around like Conor McGregor in there, yeah. like, <laughs> did a little <laughs> helicopter, like, oh, look at me go. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Hey, I got a get out dog story for you guys. I do DoorDash sometimes, and I posted this house had very specific instructions about no contact, and they had four pit bull puppies. They were small enough that it didn't bother me. Anything I can kick out the way, I'm okay. But I'm trying to figure out where to set this food, because I have it on the ground, because they're damn near attacking the bag as it is. So I set it up on top of a window unit, and as I walk away, I hear dong, 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 as they're running as hard as they can trying to jump up out of that window unit. By the time I got to the car, they actually figured out how to get the food off. I got my car and I left. It wasn't my problem. Have a good. 
Message deleted. <laughs> I mean, he's not great wrong. story. No, I mean, look, if you're if you're a driver and you've got they, they have no contact, but then they've got four dogs that are outside. That's on you to figure out. Yep. And maybe it'll just take one DoorDash ruin for you to figure it out, but that's that's on you. Your man. dogs ruin your DoorDash. That's on you, man. Mm-hmm. Also, there is something though. So annoying when you ask not them not to ring the bell. And then they do ring the bell. And they do. Uh-huh. Mostly not because I'm asleep or I've got a baby in the house. It's because I've got a ring and it will notify my wife that I'm being a, uh, you know, gluttonous piece of garbage. And you've ordered two pizzas for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she now knows. And if you ever do, any DoorDash drivers that are out there, because Mahoney will order from all over the place. So this is a PSA to everyone. If you ever do deliver something to Mahoney's house and you do see a sign that is hung on the doorbell that says baby sleeping, Mahoney is baby. Yes. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you feel bad about how much time you've spent in front of a television? Would you ever want to find out how much time you've wasted, or are you okay with never knowing? Message deleted. I think the absolute rudest thing that has ever been invented in all of technology, and there's a lot of stuff out there you can make an argument for, but without question, the rudest thing is the automatic push notification every Sunday that tells you how much screen time you've consumed. You shut up, Apple. <laughs> you leave me alone. What about whenever you're watching Netflix and it pops up the, are you still watching? Oh, how dare you shame me. I feel like that's <laughs> the meanest thing. Um, imagine if there was a push notification on a pizza box that was like, bling, are you still eating? <gasps> a a push so... notification on a bottle of scotch, still drinking, Dave? Uh, oh, come on. Mind your business. Yeah, stay out of my way. Please so, you can actually, Dave, oh, what? Uh, looking at the screen time app, you yeah. can actually turn it off. Yeah, I know. Oh, you like can the push notification? No, yeah. you can just turn the whole thing off. Oh, oh so it's, really? like it's on there, yeah, at the very bottom. It just says turn off screen time. So you can just re- remove that from your life. Okay, can I can I one-up it, though? And can I ask it to lie to me? Could I have it be like, only two oh, hours you of look screen great. time No, day. you don't look fat in those yeah. pants, Dave. <laughs> A filter on your life. Yeah. Also... The people who judge other people because they like watching TV yeah. are the worst kind of like, I'm holier and better than thou folk, or I don't own a TV in my house. Oh, those people that are proud, like, I don't even watch TV. Like, wow. And then you, ha- you. you watch a billion hours of Netflix on your laptop or your yeah. phone or your, 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 you know, tablet, whatever. I mean, but I don't own a TV. Yeah, well, well you you're still- don't. You really don't get grossed out by yourself at certain times, though, because I know I do. Whenever it comes to my phone or, like, certain things, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I just sat there for five hours scrolling. Nah, whatever. It's fine. It really doesn't gross you out? What else would you be doing? What else would you be doing? Like, we... Something of, like, substance? Yeah, going out and spending money. Probably. That's what I'd be doing. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. This is a money-saving activity that is happening. I am planning for my unborn children's future by sitting here and (laughs) watching TV. And your baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do puppets scare you or do you think they're cute? I think personally that they're cute. Message deleted. I like, I like Muppets. No, no. no, I like Muppets. No puppets are okay with me. They're all creepy. I've thought about getting... Uh, puppets like Muppet made, you know, the puppet Muppets made for us here on the show. Oh, that'd be sick. I've got a friend who does it. And really? I, they're expensive, though. Yeah. I bet and they're once expensive. Once that friend gets it's, out of prison, we're going to have him make those Muppets that's for us. Not a pr- that's they're, not a creepy enough thing to put you in prison. W- yes, we're talking is. like fifteen to $2,000 a puppet. You're going to really? buy that for the show? You are? 
Well, I was thinking about buying one for me, and if you guys want to, you know, throw in and get your own, you would. You this get, is you very reminiscent get. of the cartoon that Mahoney had done for yes. us. If you've never seen it, it's on our Facebook at Dave Mahoney. Same thing on Instagram. But Mahoney had a piece of art commissioned for the show, and it was a cartoon. And Mahoney had himself. As Larger than life. A gigantic Hulk. And then Audrey and I are basically little fleas no, no, sitting Dave, on her shoulder. It was In the, leather. It, yes. So we had, at the time, let's just tell this story. I hired I hired an artist who was a very good like comic book artist mm-hmm. to do a picture of the show because I thought it'd be fun. We could put it on, you know, marketing materials and things things of that nature. Sure. And we had four people on the show at the time. Uh-huh. We, had, we had a previous producer and I wanted to emulate this comic book after the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. You were, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Fantastic Dave. Audrey was Sue Storm. Our producer was The Flame. And I was Thing. Mm-hmm. Gigantic. Hulk. Who is the okay. who is the who is the who is the yes. big guy? Yes. You want to tell the, I am the you big guy. tell the rest of the story? But they, then they fired our producer. No, they or actually he quit. No, he left on his own accord. That's right, he quit. Uh, <laughs> no, you want to tell the rest of the story though. They drew my character with no bulge. You're gonna you're gonna draw me as a oh, cartoon. You were and I I didn't ha- no, like it was smooth. No, like there was nothing there. Dude, oh. you're Mr. I, Fantastic. I know, but do you Mr. Know what Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic can do all of Not his limbs. Much. All of his limbs can expand to any length, sir. Oh, they can. Yes. One one of the funniest things, though, is that (laughs) at the time, I was probably at my most fit, like literal, like six-pack, and they gave everyone on the show six-pack, including Mahoney, except for me. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, we were looking at at this afterwards, and we're like, wait, hold on. How come everybody looks so fit, even whenever it's Mahoney, who is this giant Hulk Mahoney's a giant Hulk with a six-pack. Meanwhile, I've got no wiener, and Audrey's fat. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, no, we do not want you to commission anything else for the show. Thank you, Mahoney. He might make a puppet with a six-pack for you, though, Dave. Oh, he would? Possibly. And a bulge? No bulge, though. Still six-pack. Dave. Dave and and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's It's Cover cover Your your ears. Ears. Dave and Mahoney. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Bill is our contestant today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Good luck to you, Bill. You got a couple of lifelines if you need it, but here we go with song number one. It's got only 388 views online so far. Okay. Bummer to have to stop it right there. Stop it. I know, right before the hook. Uh, Bill, do you know it or do you need some help on that one? I believe it's Melt With You, but I don't know who sings it. Mm, Do you want to use a lifeline or do you just want to get the half point? I'll use a lifeline. You want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? Uh, Audrey. Audrey's got a look on her face. Like I maybe can't she remember it either. Oh, you can't. Oh, no, oh, the lifeline is burning. She, she burned you. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's modern English is what you were looking for. But no, duh. I know. Oh. Look, look, there's nothing wrong with a halfie. You're fine. You got a half point on that one. Mahoney is still available mm-hmm. as a lifeline if you need it. Here we go on to song number two. You're the cutest thing that I ever did see. A really lovely peaches. 
Surprised it only has 240 views. Not bad. There's some talent yeah. there. Uh, Bill, do you know it? It actually wasn't bad. Right? Yeah, I know. Yes, I do. That is that is The Joker by Steve Miller. Right. If I was like sitting, I don't know, in a cafe somewhere I or, love it. or outdoors, like on a patio and there's like a lake nearby, like if that guy was playing, I'd go up and put something that, in that a tip a, jar. That, that was, was a lady. Woman. If that lady was singing, I'd go up and put that something was a, in a tip I, jar. It wasn't. <laughs> Whoops. Whatever. I could see the hummingbirds now. Right. You know it, Bill. All right. Here we go on to number three. This is more popular. It's got 773 views from your number one homie. That is the artist? That's the artist with the actual number one in there. Okay. Oh. Everything else spelled out. That's Here a way we... to assume you are. <laughs> Here we go. Let's find out. Ghost? You are definitely my number one homie. Wow. Without Is that question. a yes. ghost? Was that person asleep? Like that, that had to be like that, an eight-year-old. I did not. Uh, an yes. eight-year-old on Ambien. Like, yeah, I don't like know what's quaaludes. happening. Yeah, jeez. Um, <laughs> Bill, do you know it? That's pretty tough. I wish I could unhear it. <laughs> no, uh, I have no idea. I think None. I'm going to use my lifeline. Don't, 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 <laughs> Has that kid ever it. even heard Paradise City before? I'm still not hearing it. I, I don't still know. can't hear it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so, so no point on that one. You're still alive, though. Here we go. On to the fourth one. Yeah! Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. 40,000 men and women every day. 40,000 men and women every day. Another 40,000 coming every day. Come on, baby. Baby, take my hand. We'll be able to fly. Baby, I'm your man. Shockingly, that only has five views on the whole internet, but Bill, do you know that one? It looks like Mahoney may be able to help you out there if needed. You know, it seems like it's missing something like some cowbells. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to say that don't hear the reaper. Blue oyster call. There you go, brother. Excellent. It's a lot of cowbells. Good job, Full Bill. points. That means that if you get this last one correct, with a full point, you're going to win today. It's got 953 views. Good luck. Well, I don't know, but I've been told. You never sold But we have to. Bill, for the windy, you got it? I think so. That is uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty. There you go, brother. 
And uh, Audrey sprinted to the door to go get them, which no harm, no foul. Dude, I am They're not shy holes. when it comes to yeah. food. They're donut you know holes. This about me. Yeah. And uh, you, you set them down on, on your side of the counter. Yeah. And Mahoney's right there. And you guys uh, consumed, I would guess, probably I, I, a at dozen. Least just, yeah. 30. Mahoney had about 30 of them. 30 donut holes. And it, it has gotten to the point where they're both so full of donut holes that Audrey has taken them and set them over here. And that's not the problem. The problem is that the entire time that she was shoveling them into her face. Shoveling, it seems uh, rude. Does I was it? eating them delicately like a lady would. She, 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 a cookie monster. Yeah. You should take those uh, take those home and have them fed to you by your boyfriend like grapes. Grapes. Yeah. She was fanned. bullying me for not wanting one. That's dumb. Why would I'm you just not, not a sugar guy. Well, but Okay, Dave. And I've already eaten breakfast. I had my driving eggs. That's the real reason. Yeah. Dave is anti-breakfast whenever it comes to you and I, Mahoney. And I think that I'm starting to take offense to this in our friendship. We've invited you to breakfast many times. Um, even where you could have worked while eating breakfast, and you have turned us down time and time again. Yeah, because I've already had breakfast. You know, I don't want to eat a second breakfast. Also, Dave hates lunch meetings too. You know, like where's something a brunch or a lunch meeting is the best. So we it's get not. to leave. You work. don't like quality time with us. We it's get fine. to talk about work for like I don't twenty minutes. I do not, and then we Rude. eat something delicious, and then we're able to write that off. Okay, so we went to a lunch meeting just <laughs> yesterday, Mahoney. Yeah. And um, it was it was a couple hours, but it was a good time, good conversation. Sure. I would say that that was a more enjoyable lunch meeting than usual, but you were the one that was having this big problem, this dilemma at this lunch meeting with what you should order and what you shouldn't order. Well, Dave. Why were you trying to go hard in the paint, or were you trying to act like uh, you were you eat healthy from time to time? It was with a client who, you know, I haven't had a, uh, you know, so we've had we've had some interaction, but not mm-hmm. a whole lot. So this, this was is like the first time I like going to like a yeah, sit down, breaking meal. bread, sitting down, uh, doing it's that. It's a salad style meeting, and he we all know those. And he was, <laughs> and he's a very like in shape guy. Yeah. And I will say, smelled lovely when it got to the table. You smelled him? Could you not? Like, no, I wanted to ask, and I didn't. I felt like it would have been real inappropriate of me because whatever, whenever he walked over, and I was like, "Ooh, whatever that cologne is, what? I need to, I need to own this." <laughs> they need Spotify for scents, or they, like uh, what Shazam. Is, what, Shazam for scents. That's what it is. Yeah, Sniffify, Sniffify. Yeah, something where Shazam. You, I want to Sniffify. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so you were having a dilemma. So he's a well put together guy. Yeah. Like you know, fit, successful, smelled great. Uh-huh. As well, and everybody orders because I was, you know, we were talking, and I didn't really look at the menu mm-hmm. that much, and I don't like Dave orders salmon. Dave, what? You're gonna shame me for eating salmon? Like, That's a totally another one of our coworkers <gasps> orders a, a salad thing no. to eat for lunch. And I, what the, the, what were the, the peak the, things the, that were on this menu? I know it wasn't salmon I was, and salad. The thing I was like drawn to mm-hmm. was like a double bacon cheeseburger. Okay. Which I was like, oh, God, a double bacon cheeseburger. Sounds nice. Would be so good right now here in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I felt like everybody there is like, you know, pretty good shape, put you together. You said it was bulking season. <laughs> I just felt like I, I, I felt like I would have been judged 
by Dave you probably and everybody been. else yeah. if I would have ordered a double bacon cheeseburger. So what did you get this- instead? Ahi. Ew. Mahoney, you know better than that. It was the most expensive thing on the menu. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. And that's the reason I didn't get it because I looked at it and I went, wow, that looks good. But somebody else was picking up the tab. It was the it most was expensive. Not the most it expensive. absolutely was. No, it it was. was $34 for your lunch meal. No, it was $36. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. The other day, you guys were talking about which fast food uh, chains have the happiest employees and Chick-fil-A in and out being the top ones. And then you guys mentioned Taco Bell being the third, and I have to wholeheartedly agree. Yesterday, I went to Taco Bell to get my beefy five-layer burrito. Not only did they give me extra napkins, they also gave me an extra side of cheese sauce that I didn't even ask for. Best employees ever. Message deleted. I don't know if they're all stoned or what the reason is, but you cannot be mad around a cheesy gordita crunch, which is the single best fast food item available in the year 2023. I would like to nominate every fast food employee for the Nobel Peace Prize who gives us more sauce yes. than our items. Man. Like if I have, set, which by the way, like how many tacos do you get when you, when you get Taco Bell? I get a cheesy gordita crunch. Uh-huh. Two, if I'm being a fat boy. Yeah. Uh, then I get two hard shell and two soft shell, all taco supremes. I do six tacos. Okay. A chalupa. Oh, and a chips and cheese. No cheesy gordita crunch. You don't like those? Rare occasion. Hmm. But if you give me like twenty packets of, of sauce, oh yeah. Oh, I like I, it. I will. I will. I'll murder somebody for you. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bail you out of jail. Whatever you need, I'm I'm there for you because you are you are my friend for life now. I like it when they give you the bag from Taco Bell and you go, wow, that's a heavy bag. Mm-hmm. And then even when you're done consuming it, there's so much extra sauce left over. You're like, still heavy, dude. But inflation is. Yeah. Real because last time I went to Taco Bell, it was twenty two dollars, and that was only that was for that order. That was just for you. That was just for, and, yeah. but it wasn't a crazy order. Like back in the day, I remember if I would have spent over twenty dollars at Taco Bell, you've been feasting like a king. I it was uh, just gluttony, mm-hmm. just gluttonous. It was a gluttonous occasion. Man, there Taco Bell, not to just sing their praises for no reason at all because they're not paying us anything for this. But as far as like hungover food, oh yeah, pound for pound, the best. No I question. know that I am trash because I, in my sewer rat days, <laughs> door dashed. You door dashed Taco, Dude, you Bell. Can't door Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. You know what? At eight in the morning. I bet it still hit. And I was so sick because... Only somebody who is that hungover mm-hmm. orders 8 a.m. DoorDash Taco Bell. Do they make like their regular food at 8 a.m.? Oh, Dave. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they do. Do they? All they right, yeah. open for breakfast and you can get regular schmegular Taco Bell at so. 8 a.m. <laughs> and I was not prepared. I wasn't ready to eat food yet. You know, whenever you, yeah. you think you are and you go to taste a little bit of a corner of something, you're like, can't do it. I ate it cold. Did you, you ate really? cold Taco Bell? I sure did. You are uh, indeed I, a trash bucket. I am so trash. And I celebrate that. Thank you. Do any of you get excited about radio music anymore? I can imagine it must be tough being a DJ. Message deleted. But nah. If you work at a station where you hate it, like we have some friends that, you know, they do radio shows, but they work on a station that they would never be a fan of normally. They're yeah. just doing it because that's where they could they need get a job. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, but it, it happens. Like, that's a normal part of life. There's sure. a lot of people that are working jobs that they don't like because of the paycheck. But I can't imagine, like, every time that we hit play, 
me nope. hating the song. That would be nope. that would be I tough. mean, the reason we got into radio, at least Dave and I and Audrey, you know, the, the reason we got into it is because we love music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we love the music. And so it's like, I could not work. I, you know, I've said this, like, I can't work at a station where I don't like the music. See, but just, how do you, I, I don't know. I just feel like you can find at least something you enjoy. I couldn't work at a country station. Never in a million years. Never. I mean, it doesn't matter the amount of money that you're throwing at me. I just couldn't because it's fake. I, and with, you know, you got to, you got to know what you're talking about. You got to be, you, you really do. <laughs> Whatever. I, you're throwing I, up money at me. Can. You give me $3 million no. a year. I'm like, no. I love Morgan Wallen. No. Hell yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be. Hold on. What? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at, to be good at this. Oh, I, okay. Let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. Every week we think we're going to do better, and every week we do not. That is why the blooper reel exists, because instead of pretending like the bad things don't happen, let's just celebrate them. Let's just lean into it. Celebrate them? Yeah. Well, whatever you perform, they always tell you, especially if you're doing anything on a stage, nobody notices in the audience, so just don't. You know, bring attention, Draw to, attention it. to it. And here we are doing the exact opposite of what we have been no, told. Because this is a part of our show motto, our credo, Audrey, working smarter and not harder. So finding a way, uh, taking well, our mess yeah. ups and okay. making another uh, Turn piece of content, content out of it. It's already yes. there. Just yeah. utilize the content. Got it. Yes. Repurposing. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, so Jason Momoa is the new spokesperson for Sharks? Discovery Week. Sure. Uh, or Shark Week on Discovery I mean, Channel. He's, oh. And that kind of works. Aquaman. Aquaman, right? Yeah. yeah. Spokesperson for Discovery Sharks? Week. Discovery Sharks? Week. I mean, I've seen all this, but never once have I been in a movie theater where they just decided to turn on the... They didn't even like... <laughs> I, I, I almost wanted to go Karen on this because it really kind of just like... <sighs> I you really, really got in my crawl, but I'm like, can I get, like, should, I feel like almost, I felt like I should ask for a refund. Decided to turn on the, they didn't even like, I, I, I really, know. really, can I get, like, <laughs> to ease your nervousness, as a girl <laughs> who adores, I am such a girl dad, or uh, like, I adore my dad. Yeah. Such a girl <laughs> dad. Or, uh, or, be buying out there, uh, be buying disposable ponchos. Um, I've had to buy a dis- disposable poncho Same. before, and uh, it was while I was at an amusement park. Buy a dis- disposable poncho. Disposable. Well, he's such a butt kiss. He is. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but he's become far more of a proper sport whenever it comes to the women. Yes. On, on the sh- yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yes. On, on the sh- game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until you like meet one of those dogs that can jump real high. One of those like German Malinese or whatever. I feel like those dogs <laughs> yeah. don't like like a, a, a Malinois. German Malinese. Malinois. German mayonnaise. <laughs> whatever. I'm not you cultured. Can't. <laughs> uh, so Jason Momoa is the new spokesperson for Discovery Sharks? Week. Sharks? Discovery Week. I mean, I've seen all this, but never once have I decided to turn on the... They didn't even, like... I I, I almost wanted to go Karen on this because it really kind of just, like... <sighs> you really, know, really got in my crawl, but I'm like... German oh. mayonnaise. Mahoney's such a butt kiss. He is. <laughs> he, he's, he's, you know, far more of a proper...
proper sport. Spokesperson for Discovery Week. You know, really, really got in my crawl, but I'm like, can I get, like, should I feel like. I am such a girl dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, like, I adore my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta get a poncho. Yep, yep. Buying, be buying out there, uh, be buying disposable ponchos. I had to buy a disposable, whatever. I'm not culture. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. What an incredibly weird thing to do. I mean, we hear about people doing weird stuff all of the time. In fact, you were showing us a video yesterday, Audrey, of a girl that was clearly on a whole lot of drugs in a phone store talking about who's going to sell me the brand new phone and then talking about you don't have to worry about Vladimir Putin because I'm sleeping with him and just, I mean, all sorts of craziness. Yeah, she was on something. Drugs drugs. in public, not great if you don't know what you're doing. Somebody said because she was uh, having a, she had a dog in uh, in the store with her as well and somebody was like, Dog blink if you need help. (laughs) (laughs) This is up there, though, when it comes to weird things to do. So the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office said that seven people had to go to the hospital because they went to a Japanese steakhouse. And you're like, what? what? Did like they hibachi? all choke on the shrimp that were thrown into their mouth? It's a good question. Stocky. It's a good question. Or maybe it was like some sort of salmonella thing or whatever. Ah, no, not. not the case. Uh, police say that a man walked into the restaurant. He was dressed as a hibachi chef. And so everyone thought, oh, he's a hibachi chef. Um, and uh, he was in and out of the kitchen. And the employees started to notice, wait a second, this guy's dressed as a chef and he's going in and out of the kitchen, but we don't know him. And then they started to dawn on him, like, this guy isn't like a new hire or something. Something strange is This is, is just some random dude dressed as a hibachi chef. How some, long did it take them, I wonder? Long enough for him to put meth into the food, which is what sent what? the seven people to the hospital. This guy decided to randomly dress up as a hibachi chef and then spike out the food with meth? Yes, one of the people who showed up at the hospital with deputies, uh, spoke with deputies, saying a hibachi chef was using two different soy sauce bottles, and one of them looked like it was thicker than the other one, and it turns out that they tested the soy bottles in the restaurant for narcotics with two of them testing positive for meth. Uh. See, I also don't think that Japanese food would be the best, or hibachi would be the best to pair with meth. I just what don't think that meth would be paired with, with anything. anything. Are, are you hungry on meth? Meth-six-mican. Mexican is what you're going to do. Mike Tyson now? Mexican. Mexican food. Mexican food. I'm really craving a Mexican burrito. Are you kidding me, Mahoney? You're joking. This is David Mahoney. We have made it to another Friday. Mm-hmm. All I want to eat is empire. We are still employed. Not paid either. Next week. And we are still drinking with friends on a Friday. I love doing this. It is such a good time just to be able to crack open a beer when you've got the whole weekend in front of you. It's just, it's a sense of hope and freedom, and there's nothing that pairs better than that. Like a beer early in the morning. <laughs> Summertime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like so a little responsibility. Get, let's just get the weekend started right. Yep. Right now. And we are starting this weekend off right with a big uh, double IPA. Today's beer, Dave, is the Alesmith Brewing Company collaborating with the Harland Brewing Company. It's called West West. This is a DDH West Coast style double IPA. It has 8% 
Alcohol by volume. Are these, was, are these both San Diego breweries? These are both San Diego breweries. And, uh, Harland, a little bit newer. Uh, Alesmith's been around since 1995. So one sorry. of my favorites, actually. You know, uh, I lived in San Diego for a year, and Alesmith, the team over there, I was a big fan of. So, and that was uh, you, that's where you launched beer for breakfast, yes. and that goes all the way back to what 2008, 2007, 2008. Yeah. yeah wow. So we've been doing this a very long time, drinking oh, a lot God. of beer, and uh, we're doing it again this morning. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. We do not need the drum roll until the end. Oh, not yet? Okay, sorry about that. Premature drumming, sir. It happens. (laughs) (laughs) Got four kids. Dave the drummer boy. Yep. Uh, Let's start off with the look. Alesmith is known for their classic style cans. Uh, Again, what drove me to it, you know, very very deserty, I would say, brown, black. Uh, Harlan Brewing Company, which I'm not, wasn't that familiar with before this beer. Uh, Got a little bit of information about them, looked into their stuff, also love their uh, design. They have a IPA called uh, India Pale Whale. Oh, oh, that's cool. Which, that's Very funny. cool. Which yeah. I love. Uh, great uh, great little play on words there. But a good-looking can overall. The smell, I mean, this thing is just a hot bomb. A little bit of citrus coming in through there. Uh, you can actually smell a fair amount of alcohol in the nose well, of this beer, too. I mean, 8%, yeah. You know, which is, but you know. But sometimes with 8%ers, you can't. They're, they're easily masked. The hazies or the is, stouts uh, or something like that. But, like, I, this one... As it has warmed up a little bit, you are getting a fair amount of alcohol coming yep. through that, you know, the name West West. So you're kind of going for big hops, big fuzz, big pine. And man, uh, you're getting that from the nose. Let's move on to our favorite category here mm-hmm. on Beer for Breakfast, which is the taste. And let's take a big drink of the Alesmith Brewing Company and Harlan Brewing Company, uh, West West. Oops. Audrey almost spit that out. Whoa, oopsie. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, friends. Ooh. Okay, so Audrey's not a big IPA fan. And the reason why she almost spit that out is not because she was laughing at something. It's because, I mean, when you, when you talk about IPAs, Whoa, this what? one is going to walk up and kick you right in the tongue. You know what's crazy about this? You, to me, whenever I drink whiskey, it gets that burn in my chest. You feeling that? This, this? is that really? in beer form wow. for me. Like, I feel like instant, like it's going down my throat in like a burning sensation, very alcohol style you way. Know, I don't disagree. Like, this yeah. is the sort of beer where it's got such an alcohol presence that it does. I, I'm not surprised that you feel that burn. Um, but th- I would expect it to like be liquor. more like a 12 percenter or something. Yeah, with, this with- drinks like I've had some, you know, triple IPAs yeah. before, and this drinks harder than some of those. But when you call a beer West West, yeah. I think this, especially when you uh, are collaborating together, when you see two breweries that are collaborating together, making this is a not, kind of a limited style beer. Yeah, you, This is not your beginner's IPA. No. This is the sort of thing um, where you've got to be dead inside, which is why I appreciate it. I <laughs> don't. feel something. Yeah. I, I you know, it's been a, been a long time. So, I mean, just the, the initial flavor of this, the first drink, I will say that is the most jarring first drink I've had of a beer in a long, 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 mm. probably since I had a sour for the first time. Right, before sours the started getting, like, sweet. Good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> before they started balancing those out. So yeah. this really uh, jarred me What at strikes first. me about this being so jarring is that normally when you have an IPA that kind of kicks you in the tongue, like I yeah. said, you have a few drinks and it mellows out a little bit. I'm about halfway through yeah. this can, and this is you. a tall boy, and, uh, yeah, thank you. It's, it's, drink- it's an accomplishment. It becomes drinkable. At the halfway mark. But Does not it? that much more drinkable. <laughs> no, I, I would agree. And I'm actually really surprised. I mean, this is a double dry hopped IPA. Uh, they use Strata, Simcoe, Cryo, and HBC 586. 
So, I mean, this is a hop bomb. It's very fuzzy, a lot of alcohol. Perfumey. The mouthfeel, this is medium bodied. Yeah. It's kind of rugged. Very fuzzy. She's right. It's kind of perfumey. Like, like it almost has like a flavor. Floral scent or something in there. Like it's like citrus. Like I don't know. I it, think it, it's just so much hops that it, like you're tasting the flower. I, I think you lose a lot of the citrus. Yeah. And this this is not. I don't even taste happened. any citrus. It's yeah. hard. I'm getting mostly just like earthy hops. Ma'am. And I'm getting a lot of alcohol. She's Uh, trying to like it by gargling it. (laughs) Trying to get the taste. Because one of those things, you know, we've talked about this before. If you don't know this about me, once upon a time I was a bartender and every shift drink I would try to a new beer because I wanted to be able to say, I know what this beer tastes like because there's nothing worse than being a bartender and you have no no clue about beer. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, I started to kind of have, I started liking beers and one of the hardest beers for me to date has always been an IPA. And this is just, you know, I just, I'm trying really hard. And you said it, Dave, you know, some, actually Mahoney, every time you say drink a beer past like three sips, you'll actually start getting a taste for what the beer is supposed to be. For this, it's just, it's just so, so strong for me. I don't know if I could finish it. This is an IPA that rolls up on a moped made of other IPAs and kicks you in the face and then drives off. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. on the other side of that, Audrey. I grew up. Loving IPAs. It's got me into craft beer. I sought out the hoppiest of the hop. You know, I really found a lot of love for IPAs. I've never, like, it's, there's been very few IPAs I've drank that I haven't liked. This is actually one of them. Is it really? I don't like this. Wow. Like, this is, the, like, I am shocked because all. I love Alesmith. So this is the sort of IPA where I could, I could drink this, but I don't think I'm going to go to the store again and get this. I, will, I won't and buy I, this again. I'm the same way as you, Mahoney, in that I love IPAs. Like, if I'm choosing a beer, I tend to gravitate towards, for being real, yeah. IPAs and high alcohol content. And this has both, both of those of things. And a, and a handsome can. I mean, it really and is a nice. Cans. It's got nice marketing. Yes. It was, it's grabbable Very off of the shelves. You see really two great breweries. I feel like the whole thing is just making you feel like it's misled. We're catfished. Uh, yeah. $13. You know, the drink. A, there's a MySpace angle. The drink. <laughs> the drinkability on this. Uh, $13.99 for a four pack. This is going to get you drunk. Sure I would will. say if you are looking to get rowdy. This would be a good beer to do yeah, that on. Yeah, because you're not going to be worried about, like, enjoying your beer. You're going to be no. wanting to hit somebody over the head with a Medium body. It's very, you know, the carbonation level on this is high. I just think it lacks one key thing, and it's balance. It's too one note. It's too hop you and need too pizza alcohol. With this. You need too, pizza too with this. Too alcohol forward. So, for me, this is a, this is a, a shock, but a no-go. Can I get a drum roll, please, Dave? You bet. Oh! Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy. I give the Alesmith West West. A 3.2 out of 5. Ew. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Glitz. Glamour. Glamour. And out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So to kick off Pop Trash today, we're going to start a story that involves Zach Galifianakis. And I don't feel like we've seen enough of Zach recently. Like, where did he go? He was, I mean, kind of the biggest thing in comedy and comedy yeah. movies for a hot minute there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we haven't really seen any like feature films lately or any big projects. What, well, like whatever happened to Between Two Ferns? Like, what a great show! I think that it kind of ended when uh, in like 20, uh, 2016. Oh, did something happen in twenty sixteen? I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. What All happened right. in twenty sixteen? I mean, the, you know, I'm so cryptic. What happened in 2016? I mean, because he was like doing it with politicians and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I think I think I think he took that hard. 
<laughs> well, Zach Galifianakis is a gem. And uh, Apple TV Plus is teasing a new film called The Beanie Bubble. And it features Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks. And it's about the explosion of Beanie Babies. And Zach Galifianakis and something like that sounds just about perfect. So the film is set to open in select theaters on July 21st. And it's going to start streaming on Apple TV Plus on July 28th. So- there was nothing that I wanted more as a kid than Beanie Babies. I actually remember my eighth birthday. That's all I wanted was the Beanie Baby. I bet. Yeah. And I got the Princess Diana Beanie Baby, the purple one. And let me tell you, that probably would sell for a mint. No clue where that thing is today. And you are certainly not alone. There were so many people that were obsessed. I think probably kind of the the peak of that mountain was when the couple was in divorce court and they were had all their Beanie Babies laid out in the courtroom in front they of the judge. And they that, were, was, that, was a, that was a courtroom in Las Vegas. And they were separating all of their Beanie Babies right there in front of the judge. And you're like, this has gotten out of control. But Zach Galifianakis and something like that feels just about right to me. He feels like he would be a Beanie Baby guy. Yeah. And so that's coming up next month again in theaters on July 21st, select theaters, and then streaming on Apple TV Plus on July 28th. Uh, speaking of streaming, Kevin Hart has some new projects. He's got a couple of new projects coming to Peacock. So they announced they'll release Kevin Hart Reality Check and Heart to Heart Season 3 in July. Uh, Kevin Hart Reality Check is a new stand-up comedy special that features Kevin Hart uh, that was filmed at Resorts World in Las Vegas. The one-hour special sees Hart reflect on his growing family fame and mentions on uh, on Twitter. So Heart to Heart is Hart's talk show featuring interviews with celebrity guests on a variety of topics. And season number three is going to feature Bill Maher and Dr. Dre and The Rock and uh, John Cena, Mark Cuban. Sophia Vergara, Will Ferrell, Will Smith, so a lot of people. And then uh, Kevin Hart Reality Check um, and the Heart to Heart Season 3, both premiering on July 6th, which happens to be Kevin Hart's 44th birthday. You know, birthday. we a lot of people think about the guy who has the most jobs in Hollywood, and a lot of people think of Ryan Seacrest because all the you know, billions of shows that he hosts. Yeah, Kevin Hart. I feel like has is the only person in Hollywood who has more jobs than Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, but the reason why it doesn't feel that way is because Kevin Hart's stuff is um, good. good. Yeah. yeah. And, and enjoyable. Likeable. Yeah. Like when, Funny. Is there anything that Ryan Seacrest does where you're like, ooh, I got to watch that? No. Never. No. Never. No. I mean, there's stuff that you end up watching sure. that happen to have Ryan Seacrest, but you're never drawn to it because Ryan Seacrest. Kevin Hart, on the other hand... Absolutely. Like, Kevin Hart, to me, is hilarious. But that's not fair, because Ryan Seacrest absolutely had his moment in the early 2000s. He had American Idol. He had the Kardashians, and both of those are just but kind of But you're not watching because of him. Sure, right. no. But he's I mean, producing but and he's hosting. Kevin Hart, true. Also, some of his jobs are a lot of the producer background stuff. Yes, so, but, like, when Kevin Hart's starring in something, I'm like, I want to see that. If it's, like, Wheel of Fortune, I don't want to watch it more if Ryan Seacrest is hosting it. And sure. I don't even like Pat Sajak. True. So, but Kevin Hart, uh, again, when you talk about like workaholics, Ryan Seacrest is certainly up there. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart is as well. And more of his content is on the way here and it's coming up very soon on July 6th. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So, as I currently float here in my bubbles of the jacuzzi in my backyard, listening to you, I hear you talking about germs in the jacuzzi. Well, if you have some friends come over and you're just kind of grossed out, you just drain it when they leave. You have to drain it every few months anyway. So, no biggie. Otherwise, you can walk out there naked at 10 p.m. You can 
do whatever you want in here. You have a lovely day. Message deleted. I cannot express to you how much I absolutely love the fact that we were talking about jacuzzis and somebody called us while actively sitting in a jacuzzi while listening to this radio show. That is peak. Also, who puts bubbles I, in the I jacuzzi know, outside? I, I know. Oh, I, I think they mean like, you know, the, the jet bubbles, not oh, like you're putting like. Like Dawn dish soap in there? Yeah, like a bubble <laughs> bath. Oh, yeah. I, I was hoping they were like drinking champagne at 7 a.m., celebrating oh. a lottery win or something. Or just life. I, I know. Yeah, I'm, living. I, Final I know, Friday. I know I'm stereotyping. Mm hmm. But I'm going to do it anyway. That's weird. Because why not? <laughs> not you. Anybody who doesn't have kids, who's got an above-ground hot tub over the age of 40, you're a swinger. 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 100% sure you are. 100%. Swinging 100%. Percent. Even, if the even if you're not swinging yet, you're trying to. Please leave a message after the tone. Dear Diary, today I had three breakfast sandwiches from Carl Jr., nine hot dogs, a grilled cheese, two more hot dogs, and a Tatino pizza party. Party pizza, sorry. It's only 2 p.m. Love you, Mahoney. Message deleted. Why was that guy talking so weird? I don't know. Don't know. Dear he Diary. sounded like he was on cocaine, but was eating way too much food for that. Yeah, that sounds like Johnny Five from Short Circuit if he did a bunch of lines. Please leave a message after the tone. Do not disable. Do you all have a particular time of the day when you stop working? Like, other people clock in and clock out and they're done, but your jobs are a little different, so I'm just wondering. Message deleted. Mahoney will tell you, and it's a lie, uh, that he works 24 hours a day. 24-7, 365, uh -huh. 366 on a leap year. Mm -hmm. Everything we do is for the show. Mm -hmm. Everything. For the station. Yes. Everything. Everything. Always. Always. Constant. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>